You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe, the number is 94198377. You've been listening. I ride because I am addicted to the endorphins and to the adrenaline. I ride because the second my legs start turning circles, I become a happier person. I ride because I love to feel the wind on my face and listen to the birds and the bugs. I ride because it stabilises my life and creates balance. I ride because going downhill at 40 miles an hour makes me feel wild and free. I ride because I can't cry and pedal at the same time. I ride because it allows me to play with the boys. I ride because I can go alone. I ride because even though I have ridden the same route a thousand times, I never know what is around the next bend. Well, we know where we're going, but we don't know where we've been. And we know what we're knowing, but we can't say what we've seen. That's right, bring that cadence down, take a breath, get rid of that bit of lactic acid sagging down the bottom of your toes as you're listening to the Yarrabug Radiothon, Radiothon show here at 3CR. Streaming, podcasting, or listening in the transistor in the kitchen, or maybe on your bike. We're up for our big once a year Radiothon show, show here. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now! And I'm joined alongside the tandem, or in the front on the tandem, Faith. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, Val. I was distracted by the uh, enthusiasm in the uh, um, uh, producer's room behind us. <laughs> How are you this morning, Val? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry enough. Well, we usually like not look good to get the, the uh, bad start off early. That quote is from Emily Catcherick. I remember thinking... One of my favourite quotes, that I one. I know. I've used it in 2019. I've got all these dated and I thought it was time <laughs> to bring it back. She's been involved. She's involved in bicycle making world too, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And very apt for our Radiothon show. It is very Today's, apt. Um, why do I ride? Why do I ride? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, today's the day we're going to be um, encouraging everyone to donate to 3CR, help keep community-powered radio on the air. We've already we've been given a target to raise as yep. our contribution towards the overall costs of keeping 3CR on the air, and we're already a fair way along to getting that target, which is really good news. And we're, we're just part of one big thing, and our 3CR, we're going well too as far as the station's target. Yep, 3CR need to raise $250,000 to stay on the air for another year, and uh, that's the airtime that is given to some of the most vulnerable communities and experiences in our community, the people who don't get a voice on mainstream uh radio and other media channels. 3CR's been giving them a voice for decades now. Um, so I think we're just over a quarter of the way to raising that $250,000. Here at Yarrabug, we still need to raise probably another 450 or so dollars. So you can jump on the phone. Yep. Call 94198377, make a pledge. You can also jump online, make a donation there, and text your messages of support to us at 04888098855 because not everyone can donate, but you can always give us a shout out. And uh, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a bit of a show coming up. We're going to have a little bit of news and a little bit of. Um Mulga Bill later in the show. And, and we're having a special show an hour long. So oh, Chris yes. Chris and Steve will be taking over halfway through. Um, normally you would get Shebop at 10.30, but they'll be doing a show at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Um, Chris and Steve will take over the helm and be giving call-outs to everyone who's made a donation to the show and uh, all our messages of support. So we should start off with a small bicycle moment. A bike moment. What's yours, Val? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it right back at I know. you. <laughs> and actually, I was um, I was riding through the um, um, the elm confetti through uh, East Melbourne, which is a lovely look, I've got to say, for a while. And um, I just did not have any bike moment at all during the last two weeks. Uh, and um, so I was a little bit bereft of it. And I'm riding alongside um, uh, Fitzroy Gardens there, which is beautiful with all the elms. And I get up to one of the uh, intersections there. And um, there's a great uh, kaleidoscope of uh, roadies around at the moment. It's wonderful, actually, watching them. And But here, lone bloke, I suppose he's probably he's quite tall, dressed very neatly in a great colour combination, on a beautiful old Italian steel road bike. And, I mean, he wouldn't have been older than 23 or 24. Gleaming chrome fork, <laughs> silver spankling wheels, just a complete opposite of a black, you know, monotube carbon fibre road bike. It really was nice to watch. And he turned right through the intersection and 
did the turn very well, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> so there, oh, I didn't have a bike moment until the last 10 minutes of the ride here. <laughs> it was, it was a beautiful looking bike and he rode it very, very well. It's like watching, as I've said before, like watching a ballerina sometimes, the intersection. Yeah. Yourself? Um, I've had a bike moment. It's one of those ones as a parent, these things always come back to bite you. Um, my son, who for the last couple of years has been a bit, well, I'm not into bikes, that's your thing, which is all part of yeah. teenagerdom and, and, you know, um, has finally, <laughs> finally, um, announced recently that he wants to build a fixie. <laughs> and uh, I said, do you remember all those parties we used to go to full of... <laughs> People doing tricks on their fixies. No. No. Anyway. So he's building, you know, the, we've had to drag everything out of the shed and do some hard rubbish um, yeah, yeah. reckies and call in mates <laughs> and see what they have. And, uh, um, yeah, that's my bike moment. No, it'd be good exercise. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, definitely. They yeah. always come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that old line about, you know, how do you approach horses and dogs? No, no. you wait for them to come to yeah, you. Yeah, never look them <laughs> sideways. Do it sideways. <laughs> uh, lovely. I'm sure I'll have a lot of fun. So shall we go through some donations? Yes, let's go through some donations to thank some people who are keeping us on there. Yeah. yeah, and we've just had a donation uh, from Nano. Ah. So Nano's very generously donated 50 bucks Go. towards the Yarrabug radio show, keeping us on the air for another year. Pineapple always comes in handy round here. <laughs> Making sure Val is, remains on the airwaves. And exactly, and you know what? About $35 of that 50 could go to pay for a new turntable stylus. Yep. So I could bring Keeping in the music. Yes, the yes. On the Yarrabug radio show. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the, um, yeah, no, every donation is uh, really important. Uh, we've got a lot of others to acknowledge. Um, there's one here from Anthony Eisenberg of $30 to keep one of the first ones we've had to keep the show on the air for the next year. Uh, and several, multiple donations from the wonderful Dana from... Uh, the yes. uh, Brompton yes, shop. Yes. So uh, I I can't really one two three four. Five. There's several multiple donations from Dana. So thank you very much, Dana. Um, and if anyone else is listening and thinking they want to make a donation, they can do so at nine four one nine eight three double seven, or text us a message of support on zero four eight 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 zero nine eight five five. Yeah. Or and if you've got a particularly good bike moment, text us in the bike moment. Yeah, text us your favourite bike moment. Everyone loves a bike moment. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about bike moments, a little bit of, um, as we move to the next uh, chatty chat, when you think of Legoland, what do you think of as far as bicycles? Well, I think... Traditionally, not a lot. They have started having... I've seen cargo bikes... Little Lego cargo bikes and okay. a few other, yeah. And this is why they're starting to do it. This, this is uh, the inspiration of a Danish engineer whose son asked him, why are there no bike planes? Yep. And actually, they tried to get Lego to do it, 
and then Lego knocked it back because it was in um, contravention of a couple of these things. Look, it's a wonderful story, and it's on a great podcast, and I'll put a link up uh, called War on Cars, but it's this wonderful story of uh, of this uh, gentleman then getting Lego to actually make tiles with bike lanes yes. in it for the cities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's... Um it is a great story. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, also in news. Yes. Um, and in, this is important news coming up. Um, we know the city of Melbourne have been rolling out uh, getting bike lanes out quickly during the pandemic. Um, there's a future Melbourne committee meeting on Tuesday tomorrow night, and there is a bit of a push that, as part of an upcoming transport review, there be a halt put to that program. So Neil Mitchell and the Herald Sun have both uh, been calling in the last few days to raising this idea that that review can be used to uh, pull the program back. Uh. So if you or the people you know have been able to get around easier by bike because of the bike lanes into and around the city of Melbourne, then you need to get online at melbourne.vic.gov.au and give your feedback before 10am Tuesday tomorrow morning to make sure that there's a lot of visible support. Because often yeah. we get these very loud voices yep. um, calling against something and, and raising uh, what sounds like uh, – a, a lot of noise about them, but it's the people who are very happy with them who uh, um, you don't necessarily hear. Yeah. And another great uh, reason why it's important to support shows like the Yarrabug Radio Show right. on 3CR because you have these big media voices yep. that um, are projecting a minority view but causing a lot of clamour. So you need to have these independent Grassroots. Uh, grassroots shows that give a voice to the people that they're not. Um, when is that on Tuesday? That's closes? tomorrow. Tomorrow. So uh, we'll post a link up, but Google it and you'll be able to find it. Um, the Future Melbourne Committee, Tuesday the 15th at the City of Melbourne, yeah. and pledging your support or sharing your uh, positive feedback on the bike lanes nice. that the City of Melbourne's been rolling out. To show. A um, couple more, more donations. donations. Um, just have to check who we've done. Okay, we've got another one. Um, $30 from Penelope Bennett. Penelope's uh, uh, got a, she rides, um, I think, in the inner north, and she, a couple of her children do too. So she's very aware of the need uh, for. Um, safe infrastructure for getting around and um, thanks very much for your support Penelope Owen Bentley from Cows has also donated 30 and I know um, Owen is a long time listener to the show and has always uh, been very supportive helping to keep the Arabug radio show and 3CR on the air there we go we'll be back just after this little stick <laughs> 3CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Backrow's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. 
To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You're back listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show here on 3CR in the middle of our special Radiothon show. Text us. Have a word. Chip in. As Noam Chomsky would say, if you want to understand what's going on around you in your local world, listen to a community radio show. I mean, we only have to listen to democracy now to understand that the funding of public radio, unpolluted by corporations, is essentially important. People don't have... uh, It allows an activism or gives people agency where they have no agency in the rest of our lives. Anyway, and if you're interested in bikes and you want to donate to Yarrow and 3CR, get on and send us a text and we'll be happy to read your name out there. And thank you. And thank you. And we've just had a donation, as you were saying that, Val. Rob has donated 100 bucks. We love you, Rob. Go, Rob. Thank you. Very much. Very much. We're going to get out of target, which is lovely. We're good. Yep. And I'll just give a reminder to uh, make a donation. You can do so at 9419 8377. You can uh, also do that at 3cr.org.au <coughs> donate. And if you can't make a donation, send us a message. Send us your favourite bike moment. Send us the reason why you'd like to see 3CR staying on the air and why people should support it. And you can do that at 0488 There we go. Now for a little bit of culture. For the, the traditional radiothon reading of Mulga Bill's Bicycle. Bicycle by A.B. Patterson. "'Twas Mulga Bill from Eagle Hawk that caught the cycling craze. He turned away the good old horse that served him many days. He dressed himself in cycling clothes, resplendent to be seen. He hurried off to town and bought a shining new machine. And as he wheeled it through the door with air of lordy pride, the grinning shop assistant said, Excuse me, can you ride? See, young man, said Mulga Bill, from Walgut to the sea, from Conroy's Gap to Castle Ray, there's none can ride like me. I'm good all round at everything, as everybody knows. Although I'm not the one to talk, I hate a man that blows. But riding is my special gift, my chiefest soul delight. Just ask a wild duck, can it swim? A wild cat, can it fight? There's nothing dressed in hair or hide or built of flesh or steel. There's nothing walks or jumps or runs on axle, hoof or wheel. But what I'll sit while hide will hold and girths and straps are tight. I'll ride this here two-wheel concern right straight away at sight. Twas Mulga Bill from Eagle Hawk that sought his own abode, that perched above the dead man's creek 
beside the mountain road. He turned the cycle down the hill and mounted for the fray, but ere he'd gone a dozen yards, it bolted clean away. It left the track and through the trees, just like a silver streak. It whistled down the awful slope towards a dead man's creek. It shaved the stump by half an inch, it dodged a big white box. The very wallaroos in fright went scrambling up the rocks. The wombats hiding in their caves dug deeper underground, as Mulgabill, as white as chalk, sat tight to every bound. It struck a stone and gave a spring that cleared a fallen tree. It raced beside a precipice as close as close could be. And then, as Mulgabill let out one last despairing shriek, it made a leap of twenty feet into the dead man's creek. Twas Mulgabill from Eaglehawk that slowly swam ashore. He said, oh, I've had some narrow shaves and lively rides before. I rode a wild bull round a yard to win a five-pound bet. But this was the most awful ride that I've encountered yet. I'll give that two-wheeled outlaw best it's shaken all my nerve to feel it whistle through the air and plunge and buck and swerve. It's safe at rest in Dead Man's Creek. We'll leave it lying still. A horse's back is good enough henceforth for Mulga Bill. And you're back out of character in listening to the <laughs> listening to the Arabug radio show. I love A.B. Patterson. I love that poem. <laughs> I know everything. Yeah, I gotcha, man. <laughs> and I, I think I should just mention to listeners who uh, Val just recited that um, with his eyes shut. He, he doesn't have the poem written down anywhere in front of him. And... Um, it has become my party trick, yes. <laughs> so, so I reckon that's worth a, a donation to uh, keep that sort of poetry on air. Um, and you can do that by calling 94198377 uh, or donating at 3cr.org.au slash donate. Donate. And um, text yeah. us your bicycle poetry on 0488 809 Five. Yes. It... Um um, it's look at um, a little. I'm going to digress a bit a couple of times because why well, I like that thing a bit, like the poem. It's got a wonderful beat to it, which is matches the matches actually two things: the horse beat and a pedal beat, yes, which is yeah. quite interesting. Cadence. And the only two poems that Patterson wrote in that meter of "Man from Snowy River" and "Mulga Bill." Uh -huh. They're the only two times yep. he uses that rhythm. That yeah yeah. Yep. Yep. So we've got a couple more donations. Um, one from the lovely Kaz Clark for $30, oh, yes. keeping Thank us on the Kaz. air for another year. Thank you, Kaz. And one from Nick Dow. Ah, Nick. City of Melbourne, uh, Melbourne bug and long-time um, cargo bike rider and uh, 
Riding with Dogs enthusiast, and thank you very much, Nick, for your donation of thirty dollars towards three CR. Caught up with Nick and Naylor. He's a lovely new Kelpie dog. The other week, he's well. Yes, he's um, very good at training his dogs. Nick is. <laughs> so getting them training the bike, training them, and yeah, very impressive. Um, one last piece of news, maybe. Um, yeah. If. For those who are in the north, some good news is the Plenty River Trail plans have reached the stage two consultation stage, <laughs> and um, that means that there's a draft design that's available for feedback. Um, you've got until July 11 to give your feedback. You can do it online, or you can also register to attend information sessions in person. It's a really uh, exciting development. I think it's... Uh, going to be on the western side of Plenty Gorge Park. It's going to connect it to Mernda and Hawkstow railway stations, uh, include several new bridges, and just open up um, a, a, a section of um, still reasonably inner Melbourne to a little bit of what remnants of almost wilderness, like something that right. has a, a little bit of a feel of um, still being a little bit more... Um, country and wild, even though it's surrounded by uh, housing. So that's uh, well worth checking out and giving your feedback on. You can find it at engage.vic.gov.au. And we've got about two minutes left, Val. We have, and we've got a change over, I presume. Chris and Steve will be coming into the studio. As I mentioned earlier, um, SheBop will be at 2pm this afternoon. And thank you very much to SheBop for giving us the extended hour for our Radiothon show. Thank you to everyone who's donated so far. Um, I think we're up to... I mean, on the screen it says we're up to 800. I think we're up to 900, but... We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, get we'll find out. Anyway, we need more donations on 9419 8377 or you can donate at 3cr.org.au slash donate. Thank you very much to everyone who has donated so far. Steve and Chris will be joining you now in the studio to thank a few more for their donations and um, to encourage those who haven't yet to do so. Dig deep, get dig on deep. board. Dig deep. If you're not peddling, you're just along for the ride. <laughs> 3CR Radiothon. Show your support during June 2021. Because you must get down on the ground, you know, with the real issues that everyone faces these days. You know, it's a proper community radio station where, you know, people like us are given a voice and an um, avenue to be heard. You know, to promote the issues that we're all going through right across the country, you know. So, Use Mob hit home right around Australia, you know, not just locally in Melbourne. And there's been a lot of issues that we've been able to get out to the East Coast because of Use Mob. You know, because our mob, in order for us to move forward, we need to support each other on a national level because the issues that we face are common right across the country, but they're just specific to each area, but they're still common issues that we face because of the ongoing genocide that continues towards our people, you know? 3CR Radiothon, community-powered radio. To donate, call 03 9419 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 
welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio Show. Two for the price of one in one hour. Uh, we just had uh, Val and Faith do their half hour and we're, Steve and I are in doing the second bit. And thank you to uh, Shebop for allowing us to have this extra half hour. If you're listening in and you're wondering where Shebop is, listen 2pm this afternoon. I believe that's when they will be on. Okay, good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio Show for Monday the 14th of June, if you haven't realised it already. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Val and Faith again for the um, last half hour. And on today's show, it's uh, Steve and I talking a whole bunch of things why you should help and keep Radical Radio on air. Steve. Morning. Okay. It ha- must be a public holiday. It must be a public holiday because you're here. <laughs> yes, it's here and it's Radiothon. Uh, so, <coughs> pardon I, me. Are I mean, you sitting uncomfortably? Is your wallet causing you a problem? Now, time to take it out. The wallet. The wallet. And take out some money and send it to 3CR. Now, dim sim money. Yeah, No. Keep some dim sim money and send the money to 3CR. We don't spend it on dim sims. It runs the station. It does run the station. And you can call uh, now on 9419 or you can go to 3cr.org.au to donate online. Or there's the uh, Yarrabug Give Now thing that um, we've been throwing all over the place online and thing. So um, our text number, if you want to... Uh, Send a text message is zero four double eight eight zero nine eight double five. Did I get that correct? That is correct. And uh, we're going really well. We've got to the end of June to make our target, and uh, we've got about eight hundred smackeroonies, dollary doos. That's right. Don't stop now. Let's kind of. It's not just Yarrabug. You've got to remember, there's so many other fantastic shows. That's it. You sound supports you, the whole station, and that's the thing. We're we're not owned by that person. We're not owned by. We're owned by the community. That's it. And how kind of like an outlier is that at the moment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Bicycles. Correct. Okay, so we've, what have you been up to of late? You, you've got some things about Royal Park to discuss. Yes, well, that's now on my uh, commute to work. So, you know, it, it sounds more dramatic if you say 10 times a week but or every day, riding east-west, and they've just done some work near Royal Park, the zoo station. I think it's called the Grassy Meadow, Woodland. Oh, the, yeah, the meadows, yeah. Yes. Yeah, some uh, work on the Capital City Trail. I'll give them uh, a big tick for doing some imp- path improvements, some much-needed uh, lump removal and drainage, widening to reduce conflict with the uh, other activities that happen in the area that, where people are walking with bags and sticks okay. and balls. Mm-hmm. Golf, actually. The uh, the only problem was they, they put up all the signage, but the detour signage was a little bit strange one way. Ah. Westbound. So westbound. Do you think this is a problem with, like, either councils giving directives or the, the contractors, subcontractors not quite understanding the uh, stakeholder use in the area? I would say the latter. They don't quite understand the 
stakeholder use. They could have improved the signage. It could have also been that there's someone moved one of the signs mm. because it was right in the middle of the path that was going, please go that way, and someone said, no, well, I'm going to move that. That's a problem with um, on-road bicycle lanes or and or just uh, anywhere where there's a camber and they think they can chuck the signage into it's like yeah uh, you're riding along it's like mm, thanks champ um yeah yeah and it's a constant one of trying to get the awareness and education through to whoever's putting the signage out sometimes it's a subby who may not quite understand and you know they're not wrong or bad it's just trying to get that thing out there of like a walker walks at a slower speed and is therefore be able to anticipate a cyclist. Yes, yes, I understand you've got to observe your, your um, environment, but if you're doing 20k and there's like, oh. They're much more used to putting things on roads for road users that are in motor vehicles mm. travelling at that speed. So it, it's better when some of the bigger projects have better stakeholder income engagement managers whatever they whatever their title is that you know the some of the um pipeline works sewer works power line works they've obviously got a little bit more um uh experience at engaging with everybody and they make sure everyone knows that you keep out of that works area and here's your signage and yep. the interpretive signage like Print, print it on A3, laminate it, stick it on some core flute, whack it on the fence. Then everybody knows where the little dotted line is that tells you, detour around this, please, because... You'll be a bit of it around at the moment after last week's storms, unfortunately. Oh, well, there'll be plenty of that. Yeah. That, <laughs> yes. And it's something to kind of put into... Uh, context of like oh muddy path or oh, muddy shared contour lines along the creek oh how bad actually no i've been i've been looking at a fair bit of stuff to do with um you know just going off track a little bit with uh, wombat state forest and trentham it's um it's it's yes, quite awful out there I so that, yeah i think there's going to be a whole lot of um everyone's favorite roads and trails that might have to be avoided for just a little while until things are cleaned up yeah. and then it'll be a whole new world to explore mm -hmm. but for the short term um, staying away, staying off yeah. the Dandenong Range. Staying the hell out of Trentham and Wombat State Forest. Oh, sorry, I'm not saying you know, Trentham is a bad place, mate. It's just there's a lot of work and there's a lot of trees down. And and I think while let the let the guys let the guys do their work. Let and, the, and it's not gendered, Steve. Yes, mm. that is that is true. But mm. let the um, people doing the clearing and the emergency stuff, because there's people living in the area that don't have access to their. Uh, entrance and exits anymore yeah and a lot of people haven't even got power on yet but anyway oh, right. um and uh, as faith was saying uh, just on the um, previous part of the show the norge the yes the norge is part of the norge is up for consultation the plenty road or plenty plenty river yes so if, access in and out of the plenty gorge park if anything helps uh improve that i got um i got lost there so anything that how helps can you get lost in plenty oh well you find yourself behind fences and um, in the park and you know never been there before didn't have didn't have anything mapped downloaded just went riding around and mm, yeah. yeah it's feasible i got lost in strathmore once mm. anyway um i've got to play something very very important are you wondering how you can pledge your support for a 3cr radio program during radiothon it's easy call us on 9419 8377 or visit our website at 3cr.org.au. Or simply post us your cheque or money order. 
to P.O. Box 1277, that's P.O. Box 1277, in Collingwood, 3066. And thank you for being part of 3CR's annual Radiothon. Back listening to the Radiothon edition of the Arabesque Users Group Radio Show with Chris and Steve, and we've got some people to say thank you to. Ah, Anon has given us thirty dollars. Ruth has given us fifty. Come on, yay! Gail twenty, and Jennifer, yay! Hey. Some more money, and uh, Lucy Lightfoot. I think that might be one of our. Little fluffy friends. Right. So, if uh, you wanted to uh, donate, the, the number is 94198377, text number 04888809855. And so far, we're doing really, really well. Now, uh, interesting article yesterday, Steve, in The Age. I would have titled it a bit differently, but, you know, um, by Alison Clark, a journalist. Um, after a- Alice you, Clark. Alice Clark, God. Okay, riding a bike is, is sweet freedom. Even if it might kill me. I actually would have changed that. It's more about preventative health. But... Um, after years of saying I would never ride a bike on the road, I have fallen helplessly in love with riding my bike to work. It's one of the highlights of my day, despite not being a morning person at all. I now get up 6am so I can enjoy the bike paths because uh, when they're less packed. This is a weird position to be in for many reasons, because I spent most of my time as a motorist and a pedestrian cursing cyclists for daring to exist. Yeah, the article sort of goes mm-hmm. into her newfound newfound love of, of commuting to work. Uh, but now that I've seen the world from the other side, I understand that my problem is, was usually less with the cyclists themselves and more with poor city planning that values cars over all else. After not riding a bike at all, other than a stationary one at the gym for maybe 20 years, the decision to hurdle my fragile, squishy, out-of-shape body down to the gym with the fast uh, death vehicles uh, was, uh, was, uh, was not an easy one. And me garbling words as per usual. In fact, during the induction tour at my new workplace, I laughed out loud at the idea of riding a bike to work. But then came the perfect storm of motivating factors. Yeah, um, when, when, you know, to riff off on this, like there was, I did a whole year's worth of things last year, or a couple of heaps of shows on, you're stuck inside of what we're going to do about public health initiatives and all the COVID stuff that came out from overseas in Australia with pop-up initiatives. And all these come out of good public health thinking. Yes, um, get people active, keep people away from each other in our, in our germy times, provide the city space to do that, reallocate space that would have been motor vehicles or motor vehicle parking, i.e. Mm. storage, to active transport. It's a bit of a buzz thing, the old active transport thing, though, isn't it, Steve? We're just talking about walking and cycling, anything that's not really motorised. I mean, you could, you know, e-bikes. Scooters. Scooters Scooters are popular. Keep on seeing the um, the line bike everywhere. Yeah, yes, plenty plenty around. Mm. I was going to say lying around, unfortunately. No, I've actually seen them placed quite um, thoughtfully. Uh, No, there's... Some that seem to be having a sleep beside the 
capital city trail in various oh, locations, okay. but they do get stood up and um, they do move. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, but they are they are around. Give one a try. The yeah, going back to the capital city trail, lots and lots of uh, users traffic Carlton section, mm. Nicholson Street right through to um, Royal Parade. Very busy. Well, get back to um, Alice's article about uh, city planning. Uh, a lot of the sh so-called shared paths were you know, designed to a certain specification and not to the volume they're being used now. And that's why we had things like last year with the making space in Yarra thing. Of part of that was a contraflow for Park Street, is that free up that area on the Capital City Trail, that linear park bit. Yeah, that it is... Um even Park, Park Street and the and that linear park are heavily used. I mean, yeah, I could go into great detail about how we use our, our streets and roads and our living environments a lot differently. And it's just kind of odd. I was having a discussion yesterday or a meeting yesterday about similar things. And, yeah, about 15, 16 years ago when I was at a certain place and we had this bike boom and all the same things we're getting told now. It's almost like there's a generational thing that's been lost as in getting around. And I'm kind of encountering this. It's getting back to Alice's article. Now she's talking about some of the fully separated uh, bicycle lanes in now the city because, you know, as Faith was touched upon in uh, the first half of the show about all the stuff the city of Melbourne are doing and how it needs to be supported. This relatively small upgrade to the CBD that has people like me feeling more confident to leave their car at home and ride to work, which in turn will reduce congestion and have long-term health effects. I'm frankly shocked that there's been so much pushback on upgrading more bike lanes to be separated as though motorists are the only users of our inner suburbs that matter when both congestion and climate change are such undeniable problems. What I love is having... I love about riding is the feeling of control over my commute. It primarily relies upon what my body is capable of with less emphasis on external factors. We've all been in control of so little of the last year, so having this one thing feels like freedom of forgotten existence. That is something, you know, to quote Crowded House together alone. There's got to, you know, you've got to have that feeling of expansion and getting out there despite uh, we, you know, we've got to do public health initiatives and you know, stay away from each other and all the things we do here at the station so we can still bring you on-air programming and you probably know in where you work and what you do, all the things you need to be done. Yeah, the, 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 the public health from the increased activity I see as a incidental yet important you know, factor to, for you know, the planners and, and uh, proponents to keep in the back of your mind the use of the public space is the primary debate like we've got a limited amount of space in the city to to fit um you know user facilities in yeah but the thing is with a lot of people now the car is a primary way of getting around we might as well be speaking another language and it's these conversations and articles like alice's that help get things across i mean i'd like to see this for for all the things of may have may have not said directly about the um <coughs> herald sun they they have, they obviously have an agenda for what they want to see in Victoria, <laughs> but I'd like to see articles like Alice's in that. Yeah, I think there's a reactionary there's a reactionary yeah, element. To, they play to that to to it that, that's played up. Yeah, and and it's sort of I can't I can't do that 
because Possibly. and that's the the first thing that's trotted out people have their usage patterns their transport patterns and, it, and it's diametrically opposed to you know get on the bike and ride to well, destination it's a, it's almost like the whole i don't think it ever existed but the thing of the fair go has kind of dissipated we're less forgiving less generous less kind of understanding of i have to give up something to get or you know the mentality of thinking you're giving up something and we're getting into uh quite a detailed part of the conversation which we probably should just make a little bit of an upswing in the tone of voice and go it's the reco radiothon we've got to change the conversation we've got to change the debates mm. and here is how you do it why not pledge your support now? Just text the word DONATE to 0488 930 855. That's 0488 930 855. And uh, you're back listening to the Radiothon edition of GR at Bicycle Users Group Radio. Something I noticed of great interest over in Wellington in New Zealand. What's the correct name for New Zealand? Um, I can't pronounce anyway, it. Anyway, that shows how white we are. A Wellington advocacy group has vowed to keep installing unauthorised cycle lanes as an ongoing protest against the lack of safe cycling infrastructure in the region. On Monday morning, well, this is you know about a week or so back, um, no, two weeks ago, on Monday morning, a volunteer group, Urban Repair Crew, installed a bike lane made of bicycle... Of bi uh, Get it right, woman. Plant boxes and temporary posts on Adelaide Road between Island Bay and Benapore. Now, this is something that's kind of disappeared out of the thing here in Melbourne is a sense of joy, a sense of mischief, a sense of well, let's go have some fun. Do you, you remember all the old reclaim the streets and critical mass stuff that uh, I, I made a bit of a galoot of myself over yeah. the years at the last one? We've really become very buttoned down, serious, and quite reactionary, haven't we? <laughs> Yes, you can't do that now. Oh, no. No, lips pursed and pearls clutched, yes. Uh, uh, Mr Mitchell will blow a gasket because you can't have that in his city or, you know, there's that other bloke, um, Price, Price, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah the one that looks sure. like a car. Later that day, returning to the article, she says again, later that day, Wellington City Council said contractors remove it from the road due to safety concerns. The cycle lane was reinstalled on Tuesday morning and cyclists immediately utilised the extra space. We're back in business. It's for the same reason yesterday, but people on bikes to serve safety, Morgan said. The death of two cyclists during a recent road safety week was a damning indictment upon the safety of the country's roads, he said. It's crazy. It's become clear that the current system is broken and doesn't deliver safe streets. The council hasn't been able to deliver, so the community is doing it for themselves. Your move, City Council, Morgan said. And uh, the area was a pinch point for cyclist traffic on a street crowded with cars and buses there's a lot more going on in wellington i'd like to follow up on next shows but we used to you know some of the stuff that's going on in melbourne in the last year or so with the parklets and you know which uh, city of yarra has voted i think to keep permanent for some of them we used to have things called parking days and stuff where we used to take over areas yeah i remember one in Ligon street where i was dressed up like a pirate for some god knows reason and now these become a bit mainstream, hasn't the old parklet? But because for commercial reasons. Well, the the whole out, temporary outdoor dining is pretty much what the parklet was. It's claiming that street space for another use, mm. like put some tables, chairs, 
fake grass if you need to. In in a lot of cases, they're being actually decked. And very um, well, yeah. I was looking at one this morning. Some very outdoor, nice indigenous stuff growing there too. Outdoor hospitality space. That was exactly what the parklet uh, concept was. Pay the parking fee. Put out a um, a picnic rug. Yeah. Pot plant chair. And some very nice fairy lights. There's been a. I should should do a fairy light rating of some of the parklets. There's been some good stuff going on. Ah, so what? Have a look around the room, Steve. What else do you think we should say about Radiothon? Donate online. Three CR dot org dot au. And uh, I'm just looking up something here. Call in to donate now. Nine four one nine eight three double seven. Ayatora? Uh, yeah. I was about Correct. Jeez, that's remiss of us. I mean, I know the native, oh, well, you know, the, the proper names for where I grew up Nipaluna, Lutrawita. Should he, yeah, we should extend that to, you know, Naram. Know where you are. We've only got a few minutes left. I reckon I should do this one. I reckon if I played this one, not all. Oh, okay, now I should play this one. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Did you know that each donation over $2 you make to 3CR's Radiothon is tax deductible? That means that when you're doing your tax return business, you can claim your 3CR donation as a legitimate tax deduction. To make a pledge to this year's Radiothon, call the station on 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. 3CR Radiothon. Community Powered Radio. That's a glockenspiel, isn't it? Not sure. Smooth. Percussion isn't my speciality. Neither's mine, but I just kind of like, you know, you know, maybe I'll just talk about anything. So, in the minutes we've got left, bicycles. Yes. We've been on air since 2008. Do you realise that? We're almost part of the furniture around here. Yeah. We both don't think... We, uh, I'm starting to get grey around the temples. Grey around the muzzle? Yeah, I'll, uh, more you than me, mate. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, and I find interesting is the generational thing with what we started off with and what we've got. Actually, this we're coming off an interesting base now with cycling and all that because it's turning into a broader thing of, you know, the, the jargonistic uh, active transport. But... We need to do that with urban planning and, you know, um, so many things to do with cycling. Like we were just discussing stuff to do with Plenty River Gorge. Plenty Gorge, yes. Gorge. Um, what people do now for recreation, it's not just uh, getting out there on your road bike and go hell for leather. Bikepacking, we had a lot of that on the show over the years. Probably not so much bikepacking around Melbourne at the moment for reasons we discussed earlier about last week's horrific storms. What's coming up soon, Rachel the Rock? Race to the Rocks through going to be through New South Wales. There's okay. some reconnaissance underway. I saw some posts on um, sort of Sydney heading west, then back north to the uh, to the Rock. And are you considering doing the um, Hunt One Thousand again this year? Definitely would like to do that. The other option that is wholly within the state of Victoria is the Mallee Blast, Ooh. 
The Mallee Blast runs from Torquay to Swan Hill, Swan Hill to Torquay. So from the coast to the border, uh, north and south. Fascinating. Uh, mostly gravel uh, has been well um, well checked out, a lot of reconnaissance, so that's looking interesting. October. Give to Yarrabug Radiothon Appeal. We've got a Give Now thing. We've got, uh, you can go to 3cr.org.au. You can call us on 94198377. And uh, up next is Black Book. Thank you so much for listening in today. To enable change, we need to show broad community support. Show your support for walking and cycling in the city of Yarra by appearing as a champion on the Streets Alive website, representing your local street, neighbourhood or school. It's fast, free and simple. Learn more at streets-alive-yarra.org. A 3CR supporter. would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Backrose Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Backrow online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.